Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, August 7, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First, we'll focus on the big picture. Did the market make an important turn? Is there another wave of selling coming in the near future? If she bounces back up, where does she get out of the woods? What are the other charts telling us? We're going to review all those things in this video. And then we're going to discuss inside the numbers in the live room and the plethora word of the day, plethora of trades that occurred today, not only from the S&P perspective, ES perspective, options perspective, but also from a stock perspective. We had four opportunities come up during the live room session for potential trades. We're going to look at them later. Pretty cool stuff. Not to mention the stocks on the move stuff. We'll get to that later. Let's first focus on the daily chart and we'll move up and down from there. So she's basically riding underneath the 20 period moving average. The first thing that jumps off the page at me is A, below the 20. That's changing trend from a daily chart perspective. It's the beginning of the changing of trend. Above the 50, 100, and 200, still the trend is in an upward direction, certainly from a weekly chart perspective as well. But we'll talk about the weekly and what's going on from the larger perspective. And we know that things morph from smaller time frames onto larger time frames. It's the old, you gotta start somewhere routine. Now we're the umpire calling balls and strikes, so let's look at this objectively. The bull case would be this. She came down for a period of time from the recent high. It was an on-time type of situation, and the market turned from a low. That's part of the bull case. The second phase of the bull case would be what? It would be, can she get back above the 20-period moving average? Start closing daily back up above the 20-period moving average. Close above, for example, Friday's high, which is obviously also above the 20-period moving average. Above this high here puts them into no man's land. It's almost the same place. And then all of a sudden you're talking about the gap and you're talking about new highs. So the progression of events is... First order of business for the bull cases, get back above and close daily above the 20 period moving average. Without that, it's just a bounce in a downtrend, call it a DCB. What's a DCB? It's a dead cat bounce. What about the bear case for starters? Well, the bear case is you had a reversal candle last week, a reversal week on the chart taking out the prior two weeks of upward momentum or upward activity. The bear case would say she's bouncing, running a retrace type operation, and then there's another wave lower, another leg lower coming. Obviously, that's off the table if she gets above this breakdown candle high, but at the same time, this weekly chart breakdown candle high is a stone's throw away from the highs, and if they're up there, you can take a look at above 460, 462, and we're back to those numbers from before. Stay below the 20 period daily chart moving average and none of that stuff on the weekly chart up high matters. One day at a time, one candle at a time, one week at a time, we take the market in stages. 
is she doing X? Well, since she's doing X, then if she continues north, then Y happens. If she can't and continues south, then Z happens. The market is a big, fat, if-then statement. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. As a refresher, we'll take a look at the monthly chart. And may I remind you that last month was an on-time type of situation. If you don't know what that means, it's taught in the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. Time is more important than price. It's a monthly chart. These take a long time to play out. It's months, not days, not hours. It's months. That's why we don't look at this chart all that often. You can't make trades from a day-to-day -day perspective off this chart. However, this chart can give you a whole, and again, here's the word of the day, plethora of information. And the word of the day comes back around to be used for a different reason, same context. It's a good word of the day. What about inside the numbers? Let's take a gander at where the money was made today. Please, if you will, inside the numbers and live room members, chime in with a comment under the video. How you doing in the live room? How you doing inside the numbers? Are you making any money? What do you think? Let's get some raw opinions. The overnight crew has been trying to put together a decent bounce. Until further notice, it's up the DC or dead cat variety. Let's say the intention is to bounce further this morning. They'll have to stay above 448 in order to make that happen. Remember, this is the zero dark 30 stuff. We're just getting things unfolded. If they get above, we have the next resistance area targets and places and stuff. We'll get to that later. Getting below 448, the door opens for a rundown around 447. There's a gap down there left open from Friday. And then we got some other stuff. We didn't need that. We'll talk about that when and if the occurrence happens. So now we're right around 845. I can see the thing unfolding. It's time to put some stuff on the board. What's the scoop? Where's the morning trade? How are we going to make money today? This is the first thing. This is the first instance of order of business. Let's say they rally further up north after the open. The overhead resistance place and short scalp with potential begins at 499.50. Above that is 450.70, the next important place. That creates a zone between the two numbers for a reaction back down in the other direction. They don't have to get to the second number. 449.50 was the first place of overhead resistance. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. The horizontal line splitting the screen is exactly 449.50. And here's what you got just a few minutes into the trading day. They get there, they spike it, and they pull back. It deserves a, how you doing? Now, you never know exactly which trades are going to give you the base hits, which one are going to give you the whoppers. That's why we use a system. We take a scalp with potential, as it's called. Five to seven points is our scalp. That's 50 to 70 cents in the S&P. Spiders, ETF, if you will. ES, it's five to seven points. MES, or the micros, five to seven points. Then we hold. We hold a trailer. We take a base hit profit and we hold a trailer. Now, here's one thing, if not another thing, you'll find interesting. That number right there where they pulled back to and turned around is precisely, and let's get the number, the low in this candle is 447.99. Remember 448 from the zero dark 30 commentary? 
In here at the 845 post, we also had the flip around. What if they flipped around at the open and they just shot them down? So what happens? Where are the numbers? We had those also. So we give you the whole ball of wax before the market even opens for business each and every day. It's all in the spirit of being prepared. Right before the open, 928, no change, short, 449.50 up to 450.70 for reaction back down in the other direction. So from 449 down to 448, what'd they give you? That's 15.15 S&P points, $1.50 in the SPY. Options traders made a nice chunk, 15 handles. By 9.37, they're in the showtime zone. That's when they were going up for a reaction in the other direction. What I'm saying here is if they went up another 50 cents to the big fat round number of 450, give or take, it's not out of the ordinary. It says hour should be a T at of the ordinary. It's a natural give or take type of number. They didn't do that. They just pulled back and they gave you the trade right out of the chute. Great start to the week. Nice trade. Tons and tons, and I mean tons, of participation in the live room, inside the numbers. That was the nice morning trade. No pain. They were never out of the money by pennies for more than a second. By 9.41, there's your base hit, holding a trailer for the never know. And there you have it. 11 minutes into the day, we got one in our pocket. 9.47, 4.48 is the next number down. What does that mean? That means it's an exit. We talked about it ad nauseum in the live room. 4.48, if you're short, is an exit because it's support. It's the place they can bounce the tape. We certainly had traders that took a long around 4.48 as well. We've got something for everybody. Pause the video. Read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. And by the way, check this out. All day long, we're talking about 450.70. That was the next real number above 449.50, wasn't it? 450.70. You betcha. Check it out. Right into the closing bell. Hey, you doing? No accidents or coincidences. It was an important place. Took them all day to grind up there. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work, it's all in here. Entries, exits, resistance, support, everything you need in your bag of tricks. Stocks on the move today. We're going to take a look at two out of the four of these, then we'll take a look at a few others. We'll take a look at Tyson Food. We'll also look at Net or Cloudfare. Campbell's Soup, CPB or Campbell's, off the board, no trade, as is Save. Check this one out. Tyson, this was the third number. So it opened below the first and second. So they're not even considered. They're off the board. We just take them off the screen and look at the opening print today. 5088 against 5089, which was my number. And they just took off like a bat out of hell. Officially a no trade because it opened below, but we had some traders that scooped it up down there anyway. That's trader's choice. We got something for everybody. What about net? About 65 bucks. How about hitting it on the nose, spiking it by a penny or two, turning around, giving it a rip-roaring rocket ride back in the other direction? The numbers work. Nice trade. Now, let's go over a few that came up after the opening bell. Traders in the live room will say, hey, can you take a look at this? It's on the move, X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C. We bring up the charts. Hey, here it is. These are the numbers. This is what makes sense. Let's take a look. We had four today. We had upstart. 53.65 was the number. They came into it. They bounced. Then they came back down, but they certainly gave traders the trade. This is a scalp with potential day trading opportunity type of business. 
Never know which ones are going to give you the multi-dollar rocket rides. Our objective is keep putting the base hits in your pocket. Why? Because base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. Your account compounds, your knowledge compounds, and your position size expands over time, and the wins get bigger and bigger and bigger over time. About Netflix, this was the number given out to the live room. 430, there was another number down around 428. That was a zone. Traders, some gobbled it up. Guess what? Got a rocket ride back up in the other direction, put in another higher low, off to the races, rest of the day. 10 bucks. How you doing? We've got something for everybody. About Tesla, we had two numbers, 250 and change, 244, 74. See what happened. They came up short here. Came into it. They gave a trade over here. We had some traders that made money around 250, but then the next number down was over here. They hit it finally and then rallied back into the end of the day above the first number. Tesla, about Moderna, 98.56. Low of day was exactly 98.43. All intents and purposes, we could say we nailed the low of day, turned around, went back up in the other direction. Nice trade. These were trades, the last four were trades brought up by traders in the live room, say, hey, this is on the move, can you take a look, do you have a number? We spit back the number, some traders hop on board, and they get paid. It's a morning business, we're out, we're done by 11, 11.30, see you later, have a nice day. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, all we could really say is they're riding the 20-period moving average, and they're starting to develop a bearish flaggish, channelish kind of thing going on down here. A move off the high, a little bit of eating time off the clock situation. Are they going to break the chain and get above Friday's high? Or are they going to do this for some more, maybe two, three more days and then drop them in another leg or wave lower? Friday's high is your bogey. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Well, they touched today the 20 period moving average. They're staying above it. They're staying above the breakup candle low. We talked about this one ad nauseum. This breakup candle low still haven't closed below it. If they do, then they'll ultimately be below the 20 period moving average and the bear case or wave lower next leg lower will ensue. But until that happens, this is in an uptrend. They're just riding the 20 period moving average right now. The trend is your friend until further notice. What about the Q people? Similar routine. Yeah, it was a good day for the Qs, up about eight, nine tenths of a percent, three bucks and change, but they're still below that 20 period moving average. And when you look at this objectively, what are they doing? Well, for now, until further notice, they're building a bearish, wedgish, flaggish kind of thing from the move down. So they could do this for a few more days, suck some traders into the long side, but if they can't get above that 20 period moving average, guess what? Repeat after me, no dice. What about the financials? The XLF is in pretty good shape today, up 1.3%. Above all the moving averages, guess what? You got it. The trend is your friend until your shit gets thrown out the window. More importantly on this weekly chart, what's actually happening? She's eating time off the clock in the exact mirror image of everything we just talked about on the bearish, wedgish, flaggish kind of patterns. This one is the exact flip around. On the weekly chart, they're eating time off the clock underneath the 100 period moving average, making a bullish, flaggish, kind of channelish kind of thing going on right up here. Now they can break the chain and they can come down, sure, absolutely, but that's not what's happening now. 
We take the market at face value for what's happening now, not to anticipate or project what might happen later. That's where you get into trouble. That's where you get your tit in a ringer. What about Smash Mouth? Same to similar routine as many of the other charts, minus the XLF. Bearish wedgish thing underneath the 20 period moving average until they break the chain, which could happen tomorrow. But until they break the chain, that's what's happening. It's a bounce DCB in a downtrend type of situation. One day at a time, one candlestick at a time, certainly one trade at a time. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. Now that is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.